Welcome, everybody, to episode number 26 of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance, as always, and we're going to start off with a week in review real fast, and then I'm going to jump straight into uh, the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. Um, This week, I have... What all did I do? I came back from school. I kind of chilled out all last week, but then... Sun, Monday and Tuesday, we went up to Omaha to see Travis Scott on the Astro World Tour. It was a great concert. It was a, a really good venue in Omaha at the uh, Creighton Basketball Arena. Um, it was a good show. Sheck West was pretty good. He opened up first. Gunna was okay. I don't know any of his songs, so I was kind of bored during his. And I literally couldn't understand a word he was saying because the speakers were super muddy because they didn't have all of them on. So... You were kind of just getting the stage speakers, and they weren't they weren't the greatest. Um, but then Travis came on, and he performed. <clears throat> oh my God! Excuse me. He performed for like an hour and a half, two hours maybe. Um, performed a lot of stuff. He came out. Um, he had like this graphic or this like visual thing on the screen, and then you just hear him yell, "I'm behind you!" And he literally gets launched out of the stage by the roller coaster. Performed a few songs over there. Let three people ride the roller coaster, um, which that's like the circular one that just like does a loop. Um, then he like ran underneath the stadium and came out on the other side and did a whole bunch of songs. Um, most notably he did drugs. You should try it. It's the first time I've got to hear that live. I nearly shed a tear. Um, then he, he also did like skyfall. He did a lot of, a lot of old stuff. He did a few songs off of birds but then he did mostly the whole the whole new album. Um, brought out Gunna for Yosemite. Brought out um, Don Tolliver for um, Can't Say. Um, he finished off with, of course, he finished off with Antidote, Goosebumps, and then Sicko Mode. But uh, it was a really good show. It was it was our third time seeing him, so it wasn't like I was awestruck this time. But um, I will say the first time I saw him was the most fun just because we were front row in the mosh pit. But this one was still a really good show. The visuals were great. The merch was really expensive this time, though. I mean, they were last time, but merch was stupid expensive. I didn't even get any. Um, I just bought a t-shirt for Brianna for her Christmas present. And, yeah, it was a good time. But, as you all know, it's, it's coming towards the end of the year. And... A popular thing to do in the music reviewing, music, whatever you want to call it, music publication, music media, is an end-of-the-year list. Um, this will be my top 25 project projects of the year, meaning I count EPs in it too. Um, there were a lot of EPs that I loved this year that I didn't want to leave off of a list, and I didn't want to make a separate list for them because I think they're, they're solid bodies of work as they are. Um... But I'm going to start off with some honorable mentions that didn't quite make the list, but that I also enjoyed a lot. I just didn't. They didn't make my top 25. Um, first thing is the Brent Fias self-titled EP. This came out not too long ago, like a month or two ago. Super smooth R&B. Um, it's, it was a solid project. It's it's one for the late night. It's one for the feels. Um, I enjoyed this project. It's it's a short four or five songs. Easy listen, but it's short really good. Anderson Pack Oxnard did not make my top 25 list. That may come as a surprise to a lot of people because it was a highly anticipated album, executive produced by Dr. Dre. Um, it got a lot of media baggage to it. it he kind of skyrocketed in, in uh, popularity with this project. Um, 
but I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it as much as Malibu or Venice, and I wasn't feeling it as much as like anything he's done with No Worries. I don't. I just felt I've I I felt like I wanted something different from this project, and I just didn't get it with with this. So it's it it got left off of my top twenty five list. Brockhampton Iridescence also left off of my top twenty five list. Um, once again, this is an album that I wanted to like a lot because I lo- I love the Saturation trilogy, but it's one I just um. I just didn't love it at all, if that makes any sense. I've talked about it on the podcast before. It's just it's just an album that I, I expected more and got not not exactly what I really wanted or what I not even what I really wanted. It's just I don't really like it. I like a couple songs on it, and that's really about it. Other than that, I haven't really gone back to listen to this project. Um, it's one that 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 made me I don't know. I want to hear something else. I guess I'm I'm sure this is gonna be part of a trilogy as well. So I'll still listen to the the new music they put out, but this one left me with a weird taste in my mouth. Um, ASAP Rocky Testing. This is an album that I didn't really like um, from the time it released, but I've gone back and since listened to it um, with a little push from from Grant. He he always talks about how much he likes this. Um, so I went back and gave it another listen, and it, it grew on me. I, I will say that. It definitely grew on me. I'm not a big hater of it anymore. I still think Rocky... For him advertising that he was going to be super experimental and super different with this, he still wasn't that different experimental. But I got over that, and I gave it another listen, and it's a pretty solid project. Um, favorite songs still being Purity, The Kids Turned Out Fine, um, Distorted Records, and ASAP Forever. I think those are the strongest tracks. Tony Tone's all right, but um, oh, and the one, the one with uh, the one with uh, what's her name. Oh, I can't think of her name. There's a video for it, though. Oh, my God, it's going to piss me off that I can't think of her name. But it, it moved up on my list. I just, I I wasn't huge on it at first, and then I went back and listened, and I was I was more in tune to it. Um, next, Alchemist Bread EP that came out not a couple of weeks ago. The same, like, the same week as uh, Earl's album came out, this one dropped. And uh, this is a solid EP. Um I want to say it's six tracks, but three of them have lyrics and three are just instrumentals. You got a Earl, you got a song with Earl, you got a song with Rock Marciano, you got West Side Gun on this. Solid project. Um, easy listen. It takes you 15 minutes to listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, Flatbush Zombies, Vacation in Hell did not make my list. This was a project I listened to a lot when it came out, too. It just really fell off hard. Um, and I'm not like a I'm not a super Flatbush Zombies fan. I'm a I'm a I'm an average fan, I guess. Um, but this this project definitely fell off for me. It was it it started off the year with a bang though. It was an album I literally I listened to it a lot when it came out. But I don't know, it just kind of kind of fell off, and I haven't revisited since. Um, the only song I really revisit is Hello, um, and then oh, what's the one? There's one with. Denzel Curry that talks about ASAP Yams that I'll go back and listen to every once in a while because it's a, it's a really good song, but yeah it just fell off for me. Um, Mick Jenkins' Pieces of a Man did not make my list, which is kind of also surprising because it was a really solid rap album. Uh, I don't know I just didn't I haven't listened to it a lot since it came out because there's been so many other releases, but it's a solid project. It's definitely in my top fifty. I mean, yeah it's it's a good album. Um, Power Trip, Opening Fire, 08 to 14, which is a bunch of like throwaway songs from 2008 to 2014 from Power Trip, the uh, Dallas, Texas thrash metal band who I love dearly. Um, 
I listened to this a lot when it came out too. It was in the summertime. I kind of I kind of fell off listening to it as well. Um, I've just been in a weird in a weird mood lately, listening to a lot of different things. So this is a good project. Definitely made my top fifty, but didn't make my top twenty-five. JID DiCaprio two also not on the list for the top twenty-five, which once again may come as a shock. Um, it's a solid project. It's a really really good project. I just I haven't gone back to listen to it since the first week it came out. Um, which is these top twenty five these these honorable mentions are ones that I've haven't really gone back to to revisit since they dropped and uh, that's definitely one of those Joji Ballads one I liked it a lot but right now I'm just not in the mood for pop music and I haven't I won't I won't say that it, that album was on ro- like repeat for very long it was a good album but to me it was a little forgettable um mgmt little dark age once again another surprise that it won't be on my top 25 this was a really good project this one was really really good and it was hard to keep it off the list but uh i had to make some sacrifices you know um i wrote that twice ghost prequel is also not on my list another shock as it's up for rock album of the year in the grammys which it should take home It's it's a fantastic album honestly um this one was like my number 26 like it's right there of breaking the uh, breaking the ba- the barrier to get into the top twenty five. It's an album that's really good. It's really really shiny. It's it sounds amazing, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. They're 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 a band that's really tight. If you haven't ever listened to them, it's like metal, satanic kind of stuff, but it's like shiny and sounds like seventies rock. It's super dope. Um, now let's break into the top 25. Number 25, The Internet Hive Mind. This is an album that's super good. Um, every every one of the members shines on this thing. Um, it's definitely a growth since their first project, which I love their first project. But uh, I don't know this one. I think I like this one better. I I really enjoy all the sounds and all the all the songs on this thing. I don't really know what else to say about it. I won't. I won't start rambling until my my top five or my top ten. My top ten was extremely hard to put together. Um, number twenty four, Blood Orange Negro Swan. This album's beautiful. I really. I had never really listened to Blood Orange prior to this album, and then once I did, I just really fell in love with their sound. Um, it's just beautiful. I guess that's that's really the way I want to put it. It's just a beautiful album. Um, I'm trying to think of. I think Chase is the one who showed me this, uh, this group, or this guy. I think it's just one guy with a band, but uh, they're super good, just super super good. Um, tracks that stand out. I want to say there's one with Steve Lacey on there that I liked a lot, and the one with ASAP Rocky was pretty good too. But the whole album's solid. It's a it's a definite listen to it front to back. Don't skip. Just let it play. Let it play, and you'll be a, a super happy person. Number twenty three, Lil Wayne, The Carter Five. This is one I almost left off the list actually because it's so long. It takes so long to get through it. There's a lot to digest in it. A lot of different sounds that you can't pick what era they're from, which makes sense because this was an album that we've been waiting for for like three whole different eras of rap music. Um, but this song had more more going for it than it had going against it for me, um, especially with some and just incredibly incredibly powerful songs on this um this is an album that i really liked to listen to i still like to listen to it i'll throw it on every once in a while um i just can't listen to it all at once anymore because it's just too long 
So this is one I picked a few songs off of, put them on playlists, that kind of thing. But it's an album that I think is really good. 22, Kaliuchi's Isolation. This album was really, really good. Um, I don't remember if it came out before or after Bonnaroo, but when we saw her, she perf- Oh, it came out before Bonnaroo. So it came out probably May, April or May. Um, but Callie is an artist with a beautiful voice who makes listening to um, Spanish music more easy for me, I guess. It doesn't sound like your typical Latino or Latina vocals or sound does. I mean, it has that it has that Hispanic vibe to it, but it's not it's not overly like poppy and it doesn't sound like per se a J Balvin song or a Bad Bunny song. It's like her own style of island feeling Hispanic culture and I really really like this album. Her voice is smooth. The production is really really nice on this thing. Um there's a lot of really like every like most of the songs are really good and they all stand out. I mean, clearly after the storm blew up the biggest cuz it had Tyler on it. But then you had Flight 22 is one of my favorites, My Teeth in Your Neck. Um oh, what's the one with Steve Lacey? Oh, that one's really good too. I can't think of the title of it, but it's a solid solid song. This one this is an album with maybe one or two skips on it. At that, that's the tops. Um let's move on to number 21. Vein Error Zone. Error Zone. My bad. Uh, Vein is a hardcore band. Um, you might not be for everyone. To li- they might not be for everyone to listen to if you don't like insane, insanely aggressive vocals and instrumentation. Um, I had I got to see Vein in the beginning of this year when I went and saw Code Orange with Sutter, and uh, they were sick. So I had never listened to them before that. And then after the concert, I went back and listened to their newest album, and it was super dope. Uh, this thing's in your face. It's a little experimental. There's a little bit of the, the techno, electronic kind of vibe in it. But uh, this is an album that I think is super tight. Uh, if you're a fan of hardcore, if you're a fan of heavier metal, definitely check this thing out. It's worth a listen, and it's not very long. It won't like make your ears bleed listening to it for so long. It's a, it's a relatively short album. Definitely check it out and support those guys because those hardcore bands and stuff, they struggle pretty hard. Um, number 20, Krongbin, Con Todo El Mundo. This album is fantastic. Fantastic album. Um, if you don't know who Krongbin is, they are a, they just, they just make instrumentals. They don't make, they don't have words in any of their songs, and I think that's super tight. Um, this album, their first album is my favorite, or their last album before this one is my favorite, but this album is so good. It has, once again, that Hispanic, that um, Latino vibe to it. Um, every song kind of sounds, I don't know, they're just super smooth. It's like psychedelic instrumental music. It's amazing. Super amazing. Shout out my buddy Grant. Different Grant from the first Grant I talked about. This Grant is from Chicago. He went and saw him like two weeks ago, and I was super jealous. Concert looked amazing. Yeah, they have this super interesting guitar tone they use. That just blows me away whenever I hear it. It doesn't really blow me away. It just makes me relax, like an insane amount of relaxation. Um, if you're into instrumental music, if you ever need music to like study to or to cruise around to, this is this is the music to do it to. Krongbin makes fantastic music. I will say that. Definitely check them out. Number f- 19. God, my nine looks like a four. Number 19, Suicide Boys, I Want to Die in New Orleans. 
this is a project that I hyped up quite a bit. Um, I'm I'm honestly like ever since last year I've liked the Suicide Boys. I won't say I've been with them since the beginning because that would be a lie. But this album I was pretty I was pretty stoked for, and it, it lived up to what I was stoked for. I liked I liked the mood of the album. I liked the way it I liked the way it flowed. I liked the way it sounded. Um, this thing is hard, but it's also emotional and personal. There's a lot of dark stuff on this. Like Krim always talks about Satan and going to hell and dying. This thing deals a lot with death. It deals a lot with an eternal struggle. The uh, deals a lot with the struggles in their mind about wanting to kill themselves, wanting to die, wanting to do all these drugs. Um, but even though it's a super dark album, it has some really really good sounds on it. Which not saying it's not saying that if it's dark it's bad at all. But this thing is is incredibly dark, and if you really pay attention to the re- to the lyrics, it's kind of depressing at times. But sonically, this album's great. The production was amazing. I liked. I honestly liked all the songs um, produced by them. No features on it. It's just them doing them, and I think they excelled on this album doing exactly that. So they're number nineteen. Number eighteen. This is gonna come a little a little late for some people. Uh, I probably should have moved it up if I'm gonna keep it real with you. But once, like, right here is when it starts getting, like, I was, like, crunch time trying to figure out what the hell, um, how I'm going to order these. Um, JPEG Mafia at 18 with Veteran. This album's crazy good. Crazy good. Um, We saw him in February with Injury Reserve up at the Uptown Bar. And this, oh, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, I should have placed this album higher because I've gone back and listened to it since since the uh, concert in February, and I just continue to like it more and more. Um, JPEG also just got announced to be on tour with Vince Staples this year, or this coming year, this coming spring. Oh, man, I should have placed this higher. I've listened to it a lot more. This is a solid album. Experimental hip-hop at its best, in my opinion. And everybody criticizes Peggy for stealing the, for stealing the Death Grip sound, but I think JPEG does it in his own way. I think his lyrics, like his vocals, are clearer, so I can understand him a lot easier. So that's one thing I like more about Peggy than I do about Death Grips, is I can understand what he's saying. Um, but yeah, this is a super experimental piece, very good from front to back. It's I feel like it's a little longer. It might not be. There's a lot of songs on it, a lot of songs, a lot of different sounds. So if you're into experimental hip hop, if you need something new to listen to, this is an album I highly recommend. Coming in at 17, Rico Nasty, Nasty. This is an album I enjoyed thoroughly. Really, really loved hearing this album. I love hearing this aggressive female hip-hop sound. It's something that I think hip-hop's been missing. We have all these mainstream um, female rappers that rap about the same things. Like They're all rapping about the same things in a style that's very similar with songs that sound very similar, and Rico Nasty said, no, 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 we're not doing that, I'm gonna punch you in the face with my sound, and I, I love that, um, she's somebody I listen to quite a bit, she's somebody, my sister calls her, her alter ego, because my sister is this, like, super nice, super calm individual, but when she gets angry, she listens to Rico Nasty, and she turns into, like, a total different person, and Rico Nasty just brings this energy that makes you want to, like, mosh and rage and i think that's something that's badass for women to see is that hey 
I can be aggressive and do these things, and it's okay. Enrico Nasty's proving that, and I just think she's going to get better and better with time. Um, so I'm super, I'm super big on this project. 16, The Weekend, My Dear Melancholy, a short EP. He didn't title it an EP. It's kind of an album, I guess, but it was just a taste of what's to come, I'm sure. This is a project that's really good. Um, definitely a, a late night in your in your feelings kind of project. Um, he makes music I think is the best when you're when you're driving late at night by yourself on an empty road. As cliche as that sounds, that's what his music makes me think of. Um, but this project's super good. It's super emotional, really really deep, really sad. Um, he made it at a time when he was single, no longer had Bella, which now they're back together, power couple. But um, I've listened to this album a lot has really, really, really good production. Um, a couple guest spots from Gesefelstein. Um, solid project. That's all I'm going to say about it. Just really, really good. Smooth, short, but has a lot of substance to it. Coming up next, this is another one that people are going to think I, I, I put too low on the list. But Denzel Curry, Taboo. This is an album I was late to. Um, I listened to it when it first came out, and I wasn't huge on it. Um, there was a lot of albums this year that I listened to the first time. I was like, ah, oh, I guess it's okay. But uh, this is when I listened to later after it came out. So I listened to it the first time, like the first week, and I was like, okay, this is okay. But then as time went on, I kept going back to it, and it grew on me and grew on me and grew on me. And now it's one that I, I really like a lot. Um, it's just a solid solid project of Denzel Curry stepping outside of his of his box and doing doing different things that we hadn't heard him do before and being okay with it. Like some artists will step outside the box and then people will react to it and they're like, oh, I'm sorry I did that. I wanted to get this. Denzel Curry was unapologetic about it. And right now he's continuing to talk on Twitter about how 2019 is about to be bigger than the 2018 was for him. And he's just going to go harder. Um, this album went hard. I mean, it's it's a solid album from front to back. This thing is is incredibly well put together. A great concept, great themes. It's a really, really good album. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about it. It just didn't, it didn't make my top ten or whatever because I didn't listen to it as much as I would have liked to have this year. If that makes any sense. A lot of this album too is maybe not. It's not the best. It's it's not the best albums of 2018. It's my favorite projects of 2018 listed. Um, I don't like ranking things. What's better or what's worse. I like saying what I like, and then you can make your opinions based on whatever you like. Um, I think ratings and ranking, like actual rankings of what's the best project of 2018, some they're overdone. I think somebody just needs to go in and be like, hey, I like these projects a lot, and I'm going to rank them how I liked them. And that's what this is. I should have clarified that at the beginning. Um, number 14, Code Orange, The Hurt Will Go On EP. This thing is super hard, super hard. Oh, my God, it's hard. Um, I want to say the first track is Three Knives, which is absolute insanity for a first track of an EP. It literally punches you in the face repeatedly throughout the entire song, which sets up a badass track that samples... Oh, I can't think of the song. It's an old 80s song. Um, but it's, it, Three Knives is like an insane piece of like let's fight music and it goes on into another insane piece of let's fight music but this one is titled the hunt and it features Corey taylor of slipknot and stone sour 
and it's crazy good. Incredible. It's a really good EP. And then the last song, I believe, Shade goes off and does some ex extremely experimental industrial type stuff. But these, these two tracks alone are insane. And I go back and listen to them all the time when I'm in the mood to just like, I don't know, punch someone in the face. Um, this, these two songs are crazy, but this one with Corey Taylor is huge for them because they're a, they're a band in the hardcore world that gets, gets kind of pushed out at times because they do go against, um, they go against genre norms and they push brown boundaries and they break walls down and they've been rejected by traditional, uh, hardcore fans and traditional metal fans. But man, these guys are making crazy good music. And Corey Taylor hopping on it is just validation for them that they're making really cool stuff. And Corey Taylor is down with it. And I'm hoping there's more collaborations in the future. I think I think the metal genre in, in general could collaborate a lot more and make some really, really cool music by blending sounds. But that's just me. On to number 13, Travis Scott, Astral World. Once again, one that people may think should be higher. Um, I saw on Complex, it was like their number three album of the year. This is a really, really good album. I've listened to it many, many, many times. Um, but I just don't think it... I don't know. I just didn't like it as much as what I have placed above it. Um, but I liked it more than what I have placed below it. Because it, it's how a list works. But a uh, solid album. Um, definitely, I don't know if I like it more than Birds. or I definitely don't like it more than Rodeo. Rodeo is the goat. But it's a really solid album. It did not disappoint. There's a couple songs that I think could be better. It could have been left off, like Who What with Migos. Um, there's another one. There's another one. I can't think of which one it is, though. But there's a couple that could be left off of this thing. The runtime was pretty long, which everybody wanted a long runtime since he's been teasing this thing for so long. Um, but I enjoyed the album. He's one of my favorite artists. Um, been listening to him since days before. Um, really good performer. His his whole aesthetic is kind of what draws me to, towards him. I really like his sound. I like what he does. As a whole, I like everything. But this album just fell short for me compared to these other albums. At number 12, Action Bronson, White Bronco. Another artist who is one of my favorites, has been for years. Um, put out another project this year independently. Cut the Ties with Vice, uh, as you may have seen in the news earlier this year. Cut the Ties with Vice, made an independent project. That is very good. Really, really solid project that I, I love a lot. Um, super good. Jazz-inspired, jazz-influenced beats on this thing. Super smooth vocal delivery, as always. I mean, he has he just flows over a track like, like butter. Um, really witty rhymes. Um, pretty laid-back, pretty low-key album. Project that I really like a lot, and I throw on... Not only in the background, but I throw on to rap along to all the time. Number 11, an EP that just dropped like two weeks ago. Horror, Cybercop EP. This thing is insanity. Insane. If you talk, if you want to talk about experimental music, this is an album you should talk about. Because they're traditionally a punk band. Um, they have a lot of punk influence. Um, I just saw they tweeted that they're hooking up with one of the members of Bad Brains to maybe do a a collaboration project or, so, or to collaborate on something. Um, this EP is electronic. It's industrial. It's punk. It's metal. It's hip hop. It's rap. It's everything blended and melted into one singular thing. And 
it is insane. It's if you have a weak tolerance for a lot of noise entering your ear at one time, don't listen to this because it will absolutely melt your eardrums. If you love a dense, just hard-hitting, fast-paced bulk of insanity, I guess, take a listen to this. It is incredible. Blew me away when I first listened to it. I've gone back and listened to it countless times since then. Fantastic project, one I really like a lot. And now, let's break into the top 10. These are my top 10 favorite projects of this year. Favorite, there's the key, favorite. At number 10, Vince Staples FM. This is a project that I loved right off the bat. Um, short, short and sweet, a lot of different sounds, but the theme, the flow of this album was amazing. It's what makes me like it a lot. Um, I won't listen to this thing without listening to it front to back. Um, I love the big boy cameos in here that make it feel like a radio set. I think that's amazing. I think we need to see more of that way of tying an album together like this was. Um, all the songs are really solid. I liked all the production on this thing. Vince delivered on every song for me. Fantastic album, short and sweet, but also very, very dense and very packed with with different messages. Um, this is an album that I love. Um, the cover art was also amazing. Probably top five cover art of the year, if that means anything to you at all. Um, just an album I really, really like. It's a really solid showing. Number nine, Jack White, Boarding House Reach. This is an album that came out early in the year. I remember listening to it my whole way back from my cruise in April. And it's a long it's a long project, um, but it's, it's Experimental Rock's finest, Jack White. And you may know him from the White Stripes. Um, this album's fantastic. There's a lot of different sounds on this thing. A lot of weird vocal deliveries, a lot of weird guitar tones, a lot of experimental drum patterns. Uh, this thing is just great. I love this album. So good. It's so, so good. Um, I like all the messages he brings out on every song. This is just an album that I enjoy. And Jack White Shreds, so that helps that out. Um, yeah, just an album I, I really liked. I listened to it a lot. That's all I can really say about it. Um, fantastic though. It's a really, really good album. Go take a listen to it. Take a listen to all the albums on this, on this list. If you want to, if you don't, I don't really care. Just know you're missing out on some pretty good tunes. Number eight, Ghost Main Noise. This album made me, when I first listened to it, it had my jaw on the floor. This thing's crazy. He is fusing this new metal slash metal hardcore and rap sound together, much like horror is doing with punk and all that. And um, this this project is insanity, though. Produced by him, written by him, no features on it. J Cole, hop off. You're not the only one doing it. Um, this thing's crazy, though. This is his debut like album album. Um, as an independent artist, the rest of what he's done has been mixtapes. This is his first album. Um, this thing is is nice. It has a crazy like industrial sound to it, but I don't know how to describe the the bass he uses in this thing. It's like a I I literally there's no other like I can't think of anything that sounds like it. It's it. This project brings out a sound that is completely unique to Ghost Man and that I've never heard before. And for that, I just keep going back and listening to it because it's something that's incredible. It's it's something that's really hard to do right now in music. 
is making a sound that is all your own that nobody else does at all. And that's what this project did for Ghostman. This is a sound that I've never, ever heard before from production to lyrical delivery to the way he fused together this album to the way he stayed true to himself in it. It's, it's a wild, wild ride that I recommend everyone to go listen to. Number seven, Kanye West, yay. This is a project I really, really liked. Um, I go back and listen to it all the time. One of my favorite opening tracks ever. I thought about killing you. I think that I think that track is genius. Um, the way it, the way it flows. A lot of people were upset with it because it it's really slow way to start off an album, but it drew my attention in and I made me like it a lot. Um, this thing is just solid front to back. The production's fantastic on this thing. Um, the lyric I, I really like all the songs too. There's not a skippable one. Um, favorite one is I thought about killing you. Ghost Town, of course, is another one that is just an incredible, incredible ballad of of pushing past mental illness and pushing past your problems to be something bigger. Um, this album is just really, really good. No skips on it. Easy listen. Front to back. Fantastic album. Number six, Pusha T Daytona. Just outside the top five, just because there were a couple albums I threw in there not from hip-hop that you'll hear about in a second i guess daytona easily probably the the best overall like true rap album of the year um i don't think anybody else comes close to this uh when it comes to rap like just rapping um i kind of separate hip-hop and rap hip-hop has a little different sound rap is just straight straight bars um this project's just super good incredibly good um, if you know, you know, my bad. I turned my head away from like, if you know, you know, is incredible. The games we play is my favorite though. That song, that beat, oh, oh, makes me feel good. Um, those, then you have infrared shooting at Meek, um, or you have infrared shooting at Drake, my bad. This album is just crazy. I think it's called Santeria with 070 Shake. That song's tight. This whole album's amazing, front to back. Nothing bad to say about it. Great album. Number five, breaking into the top five. This is when I got. Actually, my top five wasn't as hard to make as like the whole list. The top five came pretty easy. Number five, Mac Miller Swimming. This is an album that, especially after he passed away, means a lot to me. Um, I just recently bought it on vinyl too. Um, this is something. This is an album where we fully saw Mac Miller's growth. We saw exactly what he wanted to do with his music and how he wanted to change and make make music that transcends one genre. Yes, he still raps on this thing, but it's funky, it's soulful, it's really pretty. Um, he has a lot of R&B sounding songs on this. Um, this is a project that I really, really enjoy. It's, it's a fantastic showing of how talented he really was. A lot of people overlooked him because he did frat rap and all that stuff back in the day. And then everybody fell off and he made a stretch of like five of the best projects that I've ever heard from Faces to watching movies, Good Morning, Divine Feminine, until uh, Swimming. We got to see the full growth of Mac Miller and his music and we got to hear a sound now that is very pretty and very well put together, which... His music's, I think, always been well put together because he cares about it a lot. But this album is just... This was the tip of the iceberg for me. I think if we would have got to hear more from him, 
we would have heard him transcend into a superstar artist, uh, a superstar music maker, because he puts together sounds incredibly well. And this project is a testament of that. He put together a lot of really, really funky sounds on this and made them all sound good and cohesive and just a fantastic album. And it sucks so much to see him gone. Um, and for that reason, this album will always be special to me. Um, all of his music that I own will be special to me. Um, yeah. Number five, Mac Miller Swimming. At number four, Turnstile, Time and Space. Another another hardcore album this year that I thought was fantastic. Um, this is a band that has more of a traditional hardcore sound, cleaner vocals, still heavy. They do a little more experimental stuff too in terms of slowing it down and making slow songs, a couple interludes here and there. This album's kick-ass, though. Um, if you're into hardcore, if you're into metal, this is one you definitely need to check out. Also, if you're into, like, I guess emo and stuff in the in the middle school years, take a listen to this. kind of has that sound to it. But uh, this album's just sick. It's, it's one I listen to often. Um, I bought it on vinyl, too. Also, some of the best packaging I've ever seen on an album. Fantastic packaging. Um, this album's crazy though. Front to back, just well put together, hard, soft at times, flows together really well, vocals are really sick, guitar riffs are really dope, the drums are crazy. This is an album that's just super tight. Um, definitely take a listen to it. Definitely take a listen to it though. It's sick, for real. Um, number, th- th- number three. Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs. This album was sick as hell. Um, first two singles, I didn't like. Well, the first single, Nowhere to Go, I didn't love at first. It took me five or six times to listen to it and really like it. Um, second one came out, The Mint. Uh, I liked it right off the bat. I thought it was super sick. And then the album dropped. And I don't. I think if, if the first two singles hadn't come out, I wouldn't have liked this project as much as I did because I wouldn't have knowing what to expect i wouldn't know how to digest it i wouldn't have understood it but then i listened to it front to back as a whole and my god do i love it do i love it my god it's so good it's so so good um flows together perfectly you get a lot of different sounds within a 30 minute time frame perfect length this thing oh it's experimental beauty Oh, it's so beautiful. The, the beats, he, he wanted to get better at loops, and he definitely got better at loops because the whole album, every song, is just a loop, a loop beat. Um, his delivery is is easy to digest. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not like Earl of Past or whatever, but it's still so good. Most relatable songs I, I think he's ever made. Easiest to understand. You don't have to peel back all the layers to get what he's saying. This album is just so, so good. So good. Definitely listen to it. Coming in at number two, Sleep, The Sciences. Stoner Metal Gods right here. Stoner Metal Gods, Sleep, released their first album in 20 years on 420 this year. Um, This album's badass. Um, if you like sludgy, drony, heavy muddy guitars and drums and just slow methodic metal with sick ass lyrics in a 
weird lyrics actually. Like their 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 content's kind of weird, and their vocals are kind of weird. But this album is so sick. This is one that um, I hadn't been into metal again in a long time. Um, my buddy Tyler had shown me sleep a couple months before this, and then this album dropped, and I listened to it for a very, very long time. Um, it's one that they just did a lot of sick things with it. They made they made stoner metal tight. I mean, this stuff is crazy cool. Yeah, it's low key. It's more drony and sludgy, but it's heavy. It's super heavy, super dense, and it's just a really good project. Um, take a listen if you like that sound I've been describing. It's it's if if you like clean clean audio, I don't know if you're gonna love this. It's just muddy and gross and heavy and slow and it's fantastic sleep the science is at number two and number one if you know me this is no surprise at all number one kids see ghosts self-titled kids see ghosts um this project dropped while we were at bonnaroo this summer and we downloaded it at our tent that day and we listened to it all day long on the speaker. Listened to it literally the whole ride home from Tennessee, which is an eight-hour drive. We probably listened to it the whole time. Um, it's an album I've listened to many, many times. Um, I've gone back to it literally like it seems like daily. I go back to it and listen to it, at least a one song off of it. Um, this is an album that I think is an amazing testament to beating mental health. I'm beating mental illness, not mental health. We want good mental health. But we're beating mental illness here. We're, we're beating conflicting thoughts in our heads on this thing. The the message of it's okay to feel to feel weird inside your head, and it's okay to need help, and it's okay to find help. But the message of I'm going to beat this mental illness I'm feeling. I'm going to beat this depression. I'm going to beat this and triumph at the end. I think is is incredible. And I think um, this album really, really is the testament to mental health, in my opinion. This thing, I I personally don't struggle with any mental health issues. I don't struggle with depression, as far as I know, anyways. I don't struggle with anything else. But this helped me get in the shoes of somebody who does struggle with that. It kind of put it into perspective for somebody who doesn't do that. Um I think this is a fantastic project front to back. Production is clearly incredible. Um, Cuddy and Kanye both deliver incredibly well vocally on this thing. Um, it's super psychedelic. It's incredibly different. There's no other album that sounds like this at all. This thing is just a masterpiece to me. Um, it's something that's going to go down as a classic in my book. As much as I hate instant classics, I think... For me, this is going to be an album that I'm going to continue. My bad. Holy crap. How unprofessional. Um, this is an album I'm going to continue to listen to, most definitely. I think this is a fantastic project um, that I really, really like. Um, it's my number one of the year. It's my, my favorite project of the whole year. That's how much I've gone back and listened to it. I've enjoyed it every time. Um, thank you for listening to this, though. If you want to discuss projects and albums that you liked, hit me on Twitter at 
underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore on Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. Um, hit me in the DMs, tweet at me. We can talk about the music. Um, I'm definitely open for that. If you want to argue me anything, go for it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my stance on it. Um, yeah, hit me on Instagram, also at the same username, at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore on Instagram. I'm posting more there. I post my story a lot. Um, thank you for listening, though. Thank you for a great year of music to everyone who's made music. Don't expect um, podcasts to stop, though, until the end of the year. I'm going to continue doing one a week. Um, got a couple big things coming up. Um, going Friday, going tomorrow. I guess you'll listen to it on Friday. So going today to the uh, By Design Magazine release to do some press with Nate from Streetwave. That should be super cool. I'm super nervous about it, though. Don't know really what to expect. Um, next week, got a meeting with Grant about a new concept he thought of that we want to get the ball rolling on. So be on the lookout for me getting my hands in a lot of different things. Be on the lookout for a ton of new content after Christmas once I get more recording stuff so I can have better quality and do different things. Um, Thank you guys for listening very much, though. Hit me up. Let me know your end-of-the-year list. I'd love to see them. Um, Thank you for listening, and as always, don't forget to keep a clean track record. Have a good one.